Newsbreak podcast. Early this morning, there was a gathering of local government officials and officials from the 1860 Heritage Center in Durban and a few members from the the community uh, that met at the beachfront at the site of the proposed monument, which is very close to the Addington Hospital. The purpose of this gathering was a multi-faith prayer where there were members from the Christian, Jewish, uh, Muslim, Baha'i, and the Indian community, religious leaders from these communities that came together just to firstly offer a message of support in terms of the 160th commemoration of the arrival of Indians to South Africa in 1860, and secondly to offer a little bit of a prayer based on their faith. So a a real uh, diverse offering of multi-faith prayers at the shore of the Durban beachfront. And this was followed by a ceremonial offering of a lit piece of camphor and a, a tray of marigold into the ocean. A very significant because this would have been how hundreds of young men and women would have arrived on the shores of Durban in 1860 with hopes for a better life, with dreams on their backs. And very significant that the day would start off at this point. The proceedings then moved to the 1860 Heritage Center in Durban, in Derby Street. And that's where formalities, let's call it that were to take place where Premier Tishla Zikalala was due to address a little bit of a wider wider gathering. Not a lot of people as uh, one would have hoped perhaps because of COVID regulations. So quite a moderate group of people sitting socially distanced from each, each other with masks that kind of would have inhibited quite a, a large gathering of people getting together to hear more about 1860 and the 160th year commemoration. Speaking about the Premier having been at this event, we do know that he met with descendants of some of the indentured laborers. How was the gap between cultures bridged through this interaction? The message that the Premier really spoke about was that the history of the 1860 indentured laborers is a shared history with South Africans in general, that it should not exist in isolation. That while today is largely a commemorative day for Indian South Africans, that South Africans from all walks of life should really incorporate this and learn more about about it as part of their history. I had the very fortunate opportunity of speaking to one of these descendants, very well-known Dr. Jaggi Pasa, a historian and an author. And he spoke to me so fondly about his life as a second-generation Indian South African and told me about the interesting journey that of how he would come to be in Durban, that his paternal grandfather would travel from Chennai, then known as Madras, on a ship, disembark in Mauritius, remain there for a few years, then move to, to Clarewood in Durban, where his father was born. And that's where Dr. Pasa would then come to be born himself and raise his family. And now he finds himself in Chatsworth, another former predominantly Indian township. Um, but such fond memories spoke about how out of hardship and out of extreme poverty came schools, temples, uh, places of religious worship, where communities really rallied together to educate their children. Having attended the event, just paint us a picture of the aesthetics of the day. How was style and dress used to commemorate the anniversary? Many of the members of the Indian community that were present dressed in in traditional wear was, I would say, it wasn't a celebratory affair. And I don't think that's a bad thing either. I think while the minority community, Indian community in South Africa, the largest diaspora out of India, has a lot to celebrate, um, there's also a lot to reflect on. 
our role in a democracy, 26 years old. Judge Navani Zampale last week commenting to me that perhaps the Indian minority has been a little bit silent in South Africa's um, fight for democracy, that while we may feel strongly and think strongly about a struggle for freedom, that perhaps we need going forward to be a little bit more vocal about current day challenges facing South Africans in general. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.